0: The temps are warmer, you've mowed the lawn, and maybe even turned on the AC a time or two. It's definitely spring. So StealADealSBI.com is having their spring sale. Log on now and get local deals up to 50% off before they're gone. StealADealSBI.com. This podcast is a part of the Newhoff Media Podcast Network. Let's say good morning to Chief Brandon Blau. Um, Where do we stand? How many new firehouses or new locations are optimum, perfect
1: world. How many? Three. Three. Number one priority. Station six has been our number one priority, uh, out of the gate, the rail project, uh, kind of locked it in a little bit, uh, to go north. We have to go south there, uh, which is, which makes it difficult. You know, we're, we're trying to make sure that we're providing the right type of service in that area. Uh, but we have run into some challenges that we ex- anticipated. This is not something that was surprising to us that there was going to be uh possibly some contaminated soil on the site that we picked, which is the right site. So
0: 11th and Ash on the north what west corner or southwest corner? Southwest corner. Okay. There's a little restaurant there now. Correct. And okay. it's and it's going to
1: stay. Oh, it is. Uh, yeah, we're going right. to there's enough room there that we're just going to we're going to have a, a neighbor hopefully that can uh, provide the guys with some chicken pizza every once in a while. So, uh, but yeah, so we, uh, but we, we anticipated this. We know that part of the site at least has has some stuff in it that's going to have to be dealt with. But the EPA does this all the time. They, I mean, we, we, the places do studies and they find out what's in the soil and then they deal with it. Um, unfortunately, what I've said to people uh, time and time again is, especially in the middle of town these sites do not grow on trees there's already buildings and houses and uh, commercial structures all over the city so if you want to find a place that's perfect uh you're gonna have to knock some of that stuff down which is costly and you're still gonna have to do you're still gonna have to have those sites uh looked into as far as making sure that they're suitable and that they don't have anything dangerous on
0: them. Uh, number two uh, is probably the one out there on West Monroe and Chatham Road that is right next to a Starbucks that is very challenging. Correct.
1: That was going to be probably moved where? That one is going to Rickard Road and Lawrence, which is right across from Fit Club West. Is and that property been purchased? That property was purchased a couple of weeks ago. Okay. Um, it is pretty much ready to go. Um the third one is out out towards Panther Creek on Spalding Orchard and Route Four. Uh, we're ready to go. That's owned by the city already. Okay. Uh, it has a uh, number of trees that we're going to have to take out. We're going to leave as many trees as we can in, in place uh, for obvious reasons, but uh, it is it is really close to being ready to go. Um, in a perfect world, especially you know as as we run into this the. The actual building process it's it's better to be able to work on all three at once and kind of rotate crews through and and whatnot but um you know we've obviously uh run into some some challenges with uh some concerns of of some of the people who sit on city council
0: uh about that location we've
1: run into we've run into challenges we've run into differences of okay. opinion okay. on all three uh, okay um but let
0: me go back did you draw this map up? Did you decide, or did you have a committee of people? Because I really struggle. You probably are pretty good at what you do, and you probably surround yourself with people who know the fire business. And in all respect to some of the people who are questioning, I'm not sure what their area of expertise is when it comes to fire fighting, fire, fighting fires, or response time, or whatever. Who was on
1: your team? Was it just you who drew? This? Oh no. Okay. Walk no, me through. we had we had uh, there was me and, and and several members of my staff: Mike Abbott, Nick Zumo, uh, Rick Ryman. Uh, we, we we looked at it. Uh, we took a lot of the information that had been passed on from from previous studies. Uh, we knew that you know as as long ago as 1999. I, I don't rem- I don't know if you remember the 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 blue ribbon study that mm-hmm. came out, you know, over 20 years ago, uh, that said that we needed to expand to the Northwest, which is what we're looking to do by, by moving eight, uh, out near uh fit club West. Uh, and they said that we m- needed to move Southwest. That's kind of a no brainer. You know, I've talked with, uh, people who live out in the Southwest quarter of town. They, they live in Panther Creek. They live in Savannah point. They live in Piper Glen, and, they're really concerned. They, they, they pay for fire protection just like everybody else in town is, and we can't get to them fast enough. Um, but we went to, we looked at a lot of studies. We took, we took a lot of data as far as plotting on our on maps where are our calls coming from, and for Station Six especially, our high volume for the people in that area needs that firehouse to stay really close to where it's already at. Um, they run station six is in the top three or four, uh, running stations in town. As far as call volume, uh, it's, it's the East side. It's the, it's the Southeast side of town. And we want to make sure that we're providing the right type of service to the people who live there. I personally don't give a fat rats ankle
0: about what ward a firehouse is in.
1: Mm -hmm. Do you? I have not looked at a ward map ever, ever, ever. Um, they brought out the uh, they brought out the new ward maps uh, that are that are proposed a couple of weeks ago, and I couldn't see them from my seat sitting in City Council. So I can still say that with some authenticity. It was kind of to my back, and they didn't have it on the screens. Um, I only care about my my only care in any of this is making sure that the people who live in the city of Springfield have the right kind of coverage and that we can get to them fast enough when they have an emergency. As far as some of these, some of the lines, you know, in, in town, it, it, it doesn't matter to me at all.
0: Um, there was another concern about you, the fire department, responding to medical emergencies, not necessarily. Is that common among fire departments around the country and – There are some that say, well, maybe we shouldn't do that. Um, I guess it all depends if I've got a loved one, and I've had a loved one, my mother, uh, and they responded incredibly well on North 5th Street and probably saved her life. The fire department got there before the ambulance did, and all credit, I wish I could remember the guy, he was... Underwood, is that somebody? Doc Underwood. Doc Underwood yeah. was the guy in charge, came out of the fairgrounds, and mm-hmm. literally those guys saved my mom's life. Wow. They really yeah. did. I'll never – so so don't tell me uh, – it, it, <laughs> I feel it's very comforting to know that the fire department is going to be there sometime before the ambulance.
1: Right. And and here's where we have a little bit of an advantage there is that we have 12 fire stations around town now. We're, we're going to build the 13th out on Spalding Orchard Road. Um, on a day-to-day basis generally there's six to eight ambulances scattered throughout the city uh, and they try and and, and those private amb- ambulance companies try and put those those resources where they think that they need them most um, but just by virtue of us having more resources we generally have a pretty good shot of getting on scene first and our our medical uh, training is second to none. I mean, everybody on on our, on our every day, every rig in town has at least an EMTI or a paramedic on it, which, which can push drugs, they can defibrillate, they can intubate. There's all sorts of, of, of things that, that our people can do. Um, if there's any kind of a, you know, heart attack, stroke, all of that stuff. And we, uh, we pride ourselves on that. That's something we train thousands and thousands of hours a year as a department on. And it's about 60% of our call volume now, um, for anybody to say that, you know, we shouldn't be in the medical response business, uh, I don't, I don't think that they've seen the numbers. I think that it's one of those things where there's a lot of anecdotal evidence, just like you just gave, of people that, you know, we make a difference. All, every, every day we make a difference medically in this community. And I, I appreciate
0: the aldermen. I
1: understand they're concerned about
0: their ward, but when it comes to certain things, I'm probably going to yield to the experts. And you and your staff are the experts when it comes to plotting where fire stations should be and response times and so on what what is the ideal when these are all relocated what is going to be the response time for any place in that particular area?
1: Our goal is always four minutes four minutes and over on the east side of town you know one of the good things is is that we have we have older fire stations which back back when those were built, Fire trucks were slower. You know, there, there were some things. So some of those fire stations are a little closer. So you actually have more than one fire station that can get to certain areas uh, within four minutes. But that's good because those are also our areas where uh, those those stations have a high call run volume. So they may be out on another call, but we still have somebody within four minutes, five minutes that when you have your emergency, that even though that's not your normally responding station, that we have enough overlap in that area of town that we can still, that we can still get there within four minutes. It is something that, you know, I understand that, you know, uh, the concerns of city council and, and they have to weigh the, uh, the what's best for the city versus the people who are in there, who are their constituents and doing the best for them. Um, but I don't have to worry about any of that. that's that part is 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 one of the benefits of of being in my position is I can take all of that out just look at the data just look at what we do and try and offer them the information that they need so that I can I can place these fire stations in the place where they serve the pur- the purpose of the community. The have we determined yet
0: what the cost is going to be for the cleanup at 11th and Ash?
1: Well, and I I talked to uh one of the engineers about that the the original uh, the original estimate that came back said that it could be as high as four hundred and eighty thousand dollars. I talked to him and he said he doesn't think he, he said that's we always you know try and give an estimate that's high that way you don't we don't have to come back and say hey it's going to be more. That sounds like a lot of money, but we spent two hundred and twenty thousand dollars alone just on the lot for. Uh, Rickard Road and uh, that's going to be the new station 8 Rickard Road and, and Lawrence Lawrence Avenue out by Fit Club West so when you're talking about once again there's not a lot of these properties available to us in the in the center of town for us to get I don't th- I'm hoping that it's not going to be anywhere near that number we're still waiting for uh, the the second run of, of results to get back on the on the EPA stuff um, but It's one of those things where we're hoping that it's not going to be that much, but we want to make sure, I think, that it's worth it to the the people on the east side of town to make that investment, to make sure that we're putting it in the right spot. And sometimes it's going to cost a little more, and and that's unfortunate, but when you're talking about a $10 million project overall for three firehouses – um, to make sure that we put it in the right spot, I think that that's a good investment.
0: There has been a bazillion. Everybody's got their own theory. Everybody's in your business, man. You and your firefighters, <laughs> where they should go. Take one out of play. Uh, uh, somebody said, well, the city owns a property. Why not put it on 6th Street at the Bel Air Motel, the old Bel Air? Why
1: not? Well, well, the main thing with the Bel Air is that the the lot itself is too shallow. Okay, We could probably fit a two-story, really narrow, really shallow fire station on there. And then you come into the fact that you have two one-way streets there, and then you have Broad Street or whatever the uh, the the uh, Boulevard is that's oh, right Bridenar, there. Yeah. That's Bridenar, also right. like two two one-way streets. Yes, and then the the air, the stretch of Stanford between Fifth and Sixth Street is congested all of the time so you may have to in certain instances you're always going to have to go north to go south which is what we're already doing doing, now we're already doing that now (laughs) and that's a congested area it's just not a good fit i i think what you're asking for there is traffic air traffic accidents and confusion and congestion and i i just i just don't think it's the right place are you going to close any houses when this is all said and done well six 6 and 8 the old versions obviously right, are yes. going to are going close but we're not planning on closing any other ones and 13 is actually an, an addition. Glenwood's always kind of been one of those throw in but it's it's still there. It's still there. We're not we're not planning on closing anything. Um I I have looked at we've done a, a lot of work on where does the fire department need to go in the next 5 10 15 years? and there are some some abilities to possibly move a couple of fire stations around and maybe maybe get two two for three where you build two new ones and you can and you can and you can have three less in other areas but we don't see that as being something that is is the best way to go about things what we have is a a really good fire department you know we're a class one fire department we get places fast we we have stuff in the right place we're just trying to uh, continue to perpetuate that into the future Um, but it's it's one of those things where we don't anticipate losing any fire stations and and we appreciate you know everything that the mayor's office and City Council and everybody who's done everything to make this possible, we just are hoping to get through some of the roadblocks that we're hitting right now, so that we can make this happen. There was some
0: talk about maybe relocating and closing the state fair location. Is that
1: going to stay? And what type of uh, do you have a lease agreement with the state on that? We have been trying to negotiate a new lease agreement with the state on the uh station 10 which is on fairgrounds property right uh for over a year okay and just to it, we've it, we were at an, an impasse there for a little while and tr- quite frankly truthfully after the state fair uh the state has little to no incentive to continue to to negotiate with us because they've already gotten what they perceive to be the important part of the year out of us but we are there 24 hours a day Absolutely. seven days a week it's 365 days a year. There's tens of millions, if not more than that, worth of old, historic, really neat buildings out on the on the state fairgrounds that we protect every day. Um, so that's one of those things where we're kind of frustrated. If we can't figure out a way to make that to make that happen, uh to stay on the fairgrounds, then we've looked at a couple other spots. It, it, it's it's one of those things where we can still provide protection to the state fairgrounds without being on the state fairgrounds
0: but it seems silly to me it's working out for everybody's benefit
1: i i don't disagree with you it's it's like i said we've we've tried to to negotiate um and and get to where we want to be um but truthfully one, one of the arguments against it you know is that technically uh the state fairgrounds are not within not the, the city, city limits. limits. No, for sure. And it's Absolutely. hard. To, it's hard as the fire chief to say <laughs> one of our fire stations isn't in the city limits. Good that call. that makes people look at you cross-eyed. But it's not in a terrible spot for the response to the to the neighborhoods around there. And obviously, it's perfectly positioned for those ten or eleven days when when the state fair is going on. But we can provide coverage, you know, during the state fair if we ever were to move it. In your
0: position, how? where on the priority list is the question of pensions i mean i know that's somebody else and you're going to draw one too let's be Mm -hmm. perfectly honest and uh, and so on but but does that cause a little problem among the rank and file members of fire department when people always addressing the pension challenge
1: i i think it's uh for the people who work for the fire department, it was, you know, it's seen as, and I, and I served as a pension board president. I was on the pension board for 10 years uh, prior to, to becoming a member of staff. Um, I think it's one of those things where I we do run into some, some people that get sticky about it. Um, it is one of those things where we understand that we have a pension system that is one of the, the main benefits for us what people don't take into account a lot of times, and I don't think that this is necessarily in my lane, I don't deal with it all the time as the fire chief, but is we have a pension system in place the way that it is because you don't want a 65-year-old man running into your burning building to try and take care of you and your family. Um, The pension system was originally set up so that the people who work for the fire department could, could retire at a time before they got too old to do the job and that's one of the main reasons why it's set up the way that it is is because i am i'm, I'm going to turn 50 this in within a month and i'm going to tell you if i had to run into fire uh, buildings on fire right now versus 15 20 years yeah. ago it is a complete difference there's there's a lot of guys okay. on this job that do a great job into their 50s they really do they make sure that they're eating right and that they take care of their bodies and they're on that treadmill every day at work um But you really, if you have, if I have the choice between a 28 year old guy and a 63 year old guy to come, come pull my big, you know what, out of a fire, I'm going to go with 28 guy most of the time. So that's what I think that gets lost in the, in the pension thing is that it's really just not safe or practical. To have an older workforce in the fire service. Final question: Is there a
0: class coming up? How you doing on manpower? You still need some people? Is there a class coming up? What's going on?
1: Oh, we need people. You sure, um, we we are we are over. I think we were last count it was about twenty eight short, and that oh. that takes into account uh, some people that are off on long term disability and and whatnot. But but that's a handful. That's not. We're we're over twenty short right now, which people don't realize. That's over. That's six or seven people every day short. And when we're that short, we have to pay people overtime to come in Absolutely. because we're because we're going to have 49 people there every day. Uh, that part is hard. The, the mayor has made the commitment for, to get us to hire. It looks like we're going to be between 19 and 21 new hires coming up here uh, within the next, I think they start uh, June, June 10th? No, June 2nd? June 2nd. Um, so they're coming up here within the next week and a half or so. We're really looking forward to that, but they won't make a difference on our day-to-day operations until at least November. Wow. So. Hey, my friend, thanks for coming in. I appreciate Always it. Always a
0: pleasure. Yeah. Uh, I know it can be a little challenging at times, um, but you're up for the game. I and, appreciate uh, And you have, you and your team have put together a sensible plan to help cover the city and make it possible for everybody will have at least four-minute response from this city, which is very important. That's what we work for. Thank you, brother. Thank you. Good to see you. Bye-bye.